bitches. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Fantastic. This is episode 135. 135. 135. A Black Girl Brunch. And the energy today is through the roof. Isn't oh, sorry. It? Yeah. <laughs> trying to adjust was, herself in the chair. I was focusing hard as shit trying to get my foot in the right place. And y'all know I ain't a slim chicken. I was like, you know what? <laughs> to be honest with you, a slim chicken sounds terrifying. <laughs> you ever see that video? It's like this chicken that's like my height and it's like coming out of a coop. No, but it, I, I think about that almost every real? day. Yeah. Why? See, these hormones are getting too crazy. You got these chickens. On some other shit. But some part of me as a vegan wants them all to be that big so they can fight back. Period. Like, pussy. Yeah. You, I'm going to say, but then like gun power, could they go against that? Because <laughs> I know no, if a chicken start fighting me, though, <laughs> I figured a chicken like grabbing a gun and like turning it. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ah, ha, ha, got a blast. <laughs> no, seriously, because that's my whole thing. If, if something is too big and too scary, it got to get shot. That's true. <laughs> and I don't mean like, oh, okay, like a person two inches taller than you. But like, if you know a chicken supposed to be like less than a foot tall. It's, it's, then, a chicken got no business being my height. And yeah, a chicken is over, if chicken over four feet tall is too tall, but a chicken is five feet tall, like you need backup. You, um, did you see that it's fucking bats that are five, five? No, I didn't see it. I'm obsessed with. I big think actually stuff. Karina did. No, I, Karina did show me that, and I I immediately erased it from my brain. Like as soon, just as soon as I saw Kinda it, I'm like, obsessed nope, with it. No and like, I hate. First of all, I hate zoos. Don't support them. But somebody told me that they have them at the Bronx Zoo, and I am so fucking curious to see them in person. But again, I don't want to go to the zoo, so I'm just going YouTube big ass bets. <laughs> but what I do need to do is like understand that sometimes things in nature don't make sense and just move on because I feel like that is absolutely an absolutely an attack for a bat to be over five feet tall bats are little like that's like ugh, I am not a fan but yeah enough enough bat and chicken talk uh (laughs) how are you feeling I'm feeling great even though um once again uh gluten is kicking my ass but it was worth it was kicking your ass gluten? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. I thought she said a person was kicking your ass. No. I was like, why I... didn't you mention that earlier? <laughs> we no. could have jumped on. <laughs> like, I didn't know. Because, like, one thing about me is, like, I mean, if you're an avid listener, you know that I'm always gassy. And then yeah. somebody told me that that can be an effect of gluten intolerance. And one thing you need to know about me is I'm a bread-eating bitch. Same. I will eat bread, anything, f- like, uh, like, uh, Gluten, like made out of seitan, which is vital wheat gluten. Like, I will eat any of it, and it's taking me down. I don't know <laughs> Sorry, if I can. I, I don't know <laughs> if I can get like like sudden ha- like with my intestines that make me loud because I can't live like this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I don't mean to laugh at you, <laughs> but it is. You said you can't live like this, and I'm like being gassy. Don't don't seem like. That big of a threat, but I it be hurting though. Like it be hurting the bottom of my like, and I can't control it. And like, imagine like I'm on a date and I'm talking to somebody in my head. I just be thinking like, damn, I really gotta let one rip. And I be wearing shapewear. Damn, wear. you say that in your head. I gotta let one rip. That's too much. <laughs> and I be wearing all that shapewear and I be pressing on my. <laughs> <laughs> I be wearing shapewear. I be wearing a full body. 
shapewear and I be wearing like a push up bra and it's just so much. and I be wearing heels my also toes niggas be up. playing too much niggas play too much they and start I, tickling you and, and shit I, and I wear tight clothes <laughs> the next thing you know we in a bar and my fucking head pop off no when niggas be tickling you like chill you stop fucking playing <laughs> you would keep your hands to your fucking soul. you're like damn like damn bro I was just killing with you I mean I was just chill, do, do, playing with you do, do. You know what I feel like? I feel like I feel like with SZA, Grandma would be like, you ain't got shit to say to me. I ain't got shit to say to you. <laughs> if you ain't you, like me, I was listening. you ain't got the fool with no, me. No, I was recently watching like video, videos, but I was rushing and shit. <laughs> Fucking Yugoslavian and hit us. But anyway, um... <coughs> <laughs> I was watching um, Sister videos and I was like listening to like her grandma say that and I'm like she really was like you black half of you <laughs> if you ain't like me you ain't got the fool with me well, you ain't gotta treat me mean I ain't gotta treat you mean and that's very true she said that's the way you work that one that's really how old people talk now I got the every time you say something it's always in my head now I got Megan the Stallion in my head dun dun Dun, dun, dun. We'll get into that later. Again, Megan, don't sue us for that. <laughs> I, I know. know I sounded just like the song. I don't it got, was just me. Because I don't got no money. Zero. Um, so let's get into why we missed last week. I was dehydrated. That's the short of it. Um, yes, I was scared. I'm like, you good? Yeah. My air conditioning shut down for like days. And I thought I was okay. And then I was like, not. Nah. So I needed some help. Um, also, just to update on the fundraiser again. <laughs> can't really say what we'd like to say about a certain uh, website, but just know that they are actively working on it, and so are we, and we are frustrated, but we cannot afford to be any more stressed than what we already are in the pandemic. Like, some things are in our control, some things aren't, and we're just going to keep doing our best. And, again, we appreciate everyone who donated and we'll keep you updated but yep. we just are waiting for funds to be released and then we will do our black girl give back and again one thing that like keeps calming me down is knowing that the need for resources will be there mm-hmm. when we're done like yes we wanted it to happen this week but it's not like when it happens people will be like no nah, y'all too late now <laughs> Yeah, because people always are going to yeah, need stuff. And exactly. the thing that keeps me going is I'm doing way more than Jeff Bezos, my Her. number one enemy. Pa! Okay, let's get into our fate four. So our fate four for this week are four things, four of the, some of the best things we watched during quarantine. You first. So mine are so um I has been it's been out for a while and I remember when it came out in a th- in a theater. Why are you I'm laughing at that Russian accent you do? I don't know where the fuck you they like came the from. videos. I'm like wow, she really started. That was wild. Sorry. So it's been out for a while, but I never got a chance to see it because like you know work and stuff and um, but I'm obsessed. I always say this. I'm obsessed with music videos. And I always, like, sometimes, like, dedicate a day or whatever just to watch, like, all these music videos. So I um, I noticed that um, when I get home, Solange's short film um, was on uh, YouTube because it was on th- in theaters. It was, like, a um, limited, limited run or something like that. But it's on YouTube now. Um, and I literally, in the past 
24 hours. I don't know. My days are getting mixed up. I don't know if it's 24 hours, 48 hours. But for the past few days, I have been I have watched it over and over and over oh, wow. again. It is so fucking good. Like, and ever since I was like younger, I have always wanted to have that kind of black rep- representation in art. Like, because growing up, I loved uh, you know artists like Bjork and shit like that. That mm-hmm. was like super like minimalist, um, where you can't really interpret their art, and it's so like very like haunting in a way and it's very like you can't say like oh this means this this means that and then there's also like some kind of like you know symbolism in it but it's like very minimalist like that's like um like one of my favorite art styles um and when I get home the short film is so great like it has literally every one of my favorite art styles in it like there's like uh stuff that's done um, with like CGI, not CGI, like um, like uh, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting the name of it? It's like you know how people make um, like a uh, for instance Sims, like it's like it's like um, I don't know why I'm forgetting the name of it, but like three D rendering, I mm-hmm. guess I would say that. So it's like that in it. Um, it's like uh, obviously um, people, um, like it's a lot of like great fashion. It's just like so beautiful, mm. and it is all black people in it Love and it. it is just so beautiful and it goes with the music um and i just love it so much and i love that um solange i love solange as an artist and i feel like she um i love that she is in her art but she's also like not the face of it right like she and i really respect that and it really motivated me to get back into doing stuff because I would love to do, you know, like stuff like installation art, um, performance art, but like not me being in it to have other people, you know, be the face of it. But when I get home is amazing. And if you haven't seen the short film, please watch it. It is so fucking good. Um, also, um, another thing I watch, it's like if you want to watch something that's like feel good and it's very hard to watch like it's. I know me, I really am very tired of seeing a lot of white people in media and art right now. And I really want to see people who look like me and have stories that I can relate to right now, respectfully. Um, And uh, me and my dad watched this movie on Netflix called See You Yesterday. And I think it's a Spike Lee movie. Um, It's um, about these black kids and their time traveling. and the basis of the story, it is, you know, uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry to that person. Who yeah, needs to, I, I was just thinking you about oh, to get your. But that was like a hiccup. Um, but it is, you know, the basis of the story is um, gun violence. But the way the movie is, is like it could very much so be a Disney film. And I love the fact that it's like featuring um, well, starring a black girl who is into science. Nice. Um, so, see you yesterday. I really recommend it. I feel like um, <coughs> that people should um, definitely watch that. And it's something new. Um, the best thing about What's, being, What channel is it on? It's on Netflix. It's a movie. What's it called? See you yesterday. Okay. I have to watch it. It's really good. Um, also, this is a very challenging for me because I never in my life have ever finished an anime. I've never finished anime. But I have finally finished one. And I there's still 
other ones that I need to finish watching. But I finally finished the anime, and it's called Blue Exorcist, and I fucking loved it. I know some fucking weeboo nerds are like going to be like, oh, Blue Exorcist is trash, blah, 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 it's yada, like, yada, yada. All right, but it was created, so I, it get, was a, created, I get to watch and it. I fucking loved it, and like one of, I think I said it before, my favorite fucking style of anime is like when demons come to Earth, and people automatically think they're evil because they're demons, but it's more complex than it. But they it always str- is. But they struggle because they still have the evil. Oh yeah, like that is my so like favorite. Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, like yeah, that. We love we love a complicated. I love stuff Im- like that. immortal characters. Exactly, like I love and like they they had they don't realize their power and they do like they <laughs> try they accidentally like almost kill somebody. Oh, and it's always the one they love the most. I, I love it. Love. I love when the mortal love- gets a crush on the immortal, <laughs> and then the mortal will be like, "I'm not afraid of you," and they're like, "Yeah, but you should be. You don't know me." It's like, "You don't know me." It. I it's fucking like- love it. And also, like, I do think that, um, I think that subbed anime is um funnier. Yeah, but it really do be funny. Sub anime is is way funnier, but um this this is dubbed this anime so there's they're speaking english and then the subtitles okay that's what i'll be watching even dubbed anime is funny to me yeah it, it is funny it still is funny um this one was funny too and it's, it's dubbed um but sometimes they're like, what are you crazy <laughs> look at this guy he's an idiot they're like what oh my god naruto called a guy a sick pervert <laughs> that's so fucking funny he's like look at you you're some type of sick pervert or something you just want to look at those girls <laughs> He's not wrong. No, but he was a... Cr- no, that guy was so... I, I Okay, I'm going to let you finish. I do have to say something about that episode. <laughs> I still have to finish watching that, too. But Blue Exorcist is so good. I loved it so much. Um, demons, uh, crazy as shit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, there was definitely some, uh, as the kids say, queer-coded characters. You know, the maniacal gay um, him s character, which I love, um, very controversial, but uh, my fave. Um, also, another thing that I have been so I'm like such a YouTube person, so um, I am current. I currently love watching. Um, well, it's two YouTubers, but I'm going to say um, one. Her name, because that's the one I first I started out watching. Um, her name is Simsev, and she. Um, does um sims videos and she like i just love the way she plays and the way that first of all i love watching people do stuff i i don't know how many times i have to say that for people to get it but i just love watching people do stuff but um i love the way she plays and um just how like organized she is with stuff and um also like how um kind of like she's very like she is very pg and sometimes I get so overwhelmed with, like, stuff being, like, so crazy, like, raunchy, like, oh, shake that ass, bitch, shake that. And I'm just like, ah. But her stuff is, like, very, like, it's, just, it's very, like, PG. And I just love um, her characters and, like, how she plays okay. um, the game. And it's just, like, every time she posts, she posted a video, actually, and it's funny. I was going to start watching it, but then you texted me. It was like, I'm around the corner. So that's <laughs> fine. I just have something to look forward to when I go home. 
which I'm very excited about. But I just love watching other people who are just like, even if it's like a hobby, when people are just very organized with the thing that they do, it just makes me so excited and it's so like motivational mm-hmm. to me. Like when people are just like so organized, like it's just, I don't know, it just makes you feel like, whew, I love watching this. But yeah, those are the things that I okay. I recommend that I love. Those are so good. Um, what I was going to say for Naruto is there was this episode, and anybody who has watched it already, it's like season <laughs> three. Um, it was this one fucking sensei who was such a creep. Like, I'm like, wow. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be like problematic police, but I'm like, this. how the fuck did this make it into the show? I do have to remember that like Naruto isn't necessarily for kids. <laughs> yeah. Because I was really. so shocked watching it. He was, like, looking at the girls like, oh, come on. I can't help myself. This one grown-ass man. I'm like, ew. And I think the girls were, like, teenagers. And he was, like, in the bushes watching them bathe. Yeah, he should definitely be arrested. And it was like, do you know how many creeps there have to be for that to be, like, a, a normalized reference in a show? Yeah. I was like, ew, don't. Just, it was, it was giving did, me the creeps. Did Naruto, uh, Naruto kick his ass? No, Naruto was like, can you stop being a creep so you can train me and show me this, like, special <laughs> thing that I got, like... Naruto was getting on him, but he need Naruto needed something from him, <laughs> so he couldn't get it. Like, isn't it how it always is with me? Yeah, exactly. So he's like, "Damn, I can't really just you know murder him," but we'll see how it goes because it's not over yet. Um, but for me, the first thing I watched that was so damn good it probably was one of the best shows I've ever watched. A uh, little fires everywhere. I still need to watch it. It was so amazing. Did you finish it all? I did. I'm on the book uh, right now. It was so fantastic. If anyone wants to discuss, like, there are just so many cool things, and I won't say a word, but what I will say is someone in the writer's room, and this is actually really great to go into the show knowing, but someone in the writer's room was saying that they wrote this so that no one is truly wrong. No one is wrong. And that's what I that's why the show is so good and it gets real conversations going because even if you can say like, all right, she did that the wrong way, you understood why she or why he did what he did. You understood their train of thought. And I think that that's very humanizing and that's I something like, I like that. That's something we need to see um right now in 2020 when people disagree and we cancel them because it's like, listen, don't get me wrong, some people absolutely deserve to be canceled, but for the most part, sometimes we just need to recognize that a person's perspective has limited how they're going to feel. Like they have just small window of emotions and I'm not saying that has to be acceptable for for you personally, but you should at least keep it in mind, right? So that's how I felt about Little Fires Everywhere. Also just everyone's a great actor. Like everyone, it's like great acting across the Is board. Is Reese Witherspoon in that? Yep. Oh my God, White Queen. Yes. Um, Lady Bird, I watched. Oh, I need to watch it. Really good. I People love, keep telling me I would love it. Yeah, you would. I love a good coming to age film. Um, it's hard to do the same awkward coming to age film uh, over and over, but I think people are finally starting to realize that people have different stories for growing up. Like, they really do. It's like so many different ways to tell a teenager's coming to age uh, tale. And those are my favorite types of movies. It's really good. The lady from Roseanne is in there, um, and a girl <laughs> from uh, who plays Susie Salmon. Susie? <laughs> who the fuck is Susie Salmon? Saying it like everybody fucking know who that is. I think it's the movie. <laughs> the fuck am 
something wrong with her. <laughs> I thought, all right, if y'all know who Susie Sam is, <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter. No, hit me up because I didn't know the fuck that is. All right, Let wait. Me look her up. No, okay. It's from that movie I always tell you to watch and you never <laughs> do it. It's from <laughs> Lovely Bones. Oh, no, I need to watch. No, I need to be emotionally ready to watch that movie. Yeah, you really do. And that I can agree with, especially during this pandemic. Because I'd be so confused. Like, I'd be, like, ready to go in, but then I'd be like. <laughs> well, I've also been watching uh, uh, How to Get Away with Murder again. Um, and, like, I don't know. Like, maybe just things age so quickly. Like, in, in the new millennium. Like, it's just too, it's just too much. And sometimes Annalise, that white man, really be embarrassing her. Wait, was it you who, t- who tweeted that and was like, I can't believe this white yeah. man? <laughs> this white man really be showing his whole act. Like, that's how he, y'all be. That, y'all shit, white man whores? That shit that she was like, have you ever heard? All I remember is her saying, why is there a dead girl? No, why is your penis on a dead girl's phone? Why is your penis on a dead girl's phone? Oh, you know. too fast. I don't know why you're doing that. Sorry to be critical, but. (laughs) Damn. I don't know why you're doing that. I didn't mean it to come out like that. Um, But, yeah, like, my, my whole thing is, you know why your husband's penis is on a dead girl's phone. You do know why. Was she white? Of course. Child. And I, I know you're not going to watch it, right? Biscuits. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to watch it. But look, shit. when they got into an argument, <laughs> the guy, guy was like, you were just a fine piece of ass. He's like the Annalise? He called Viola Davis just a fine piece of ass. She's like, get out. Get out of here. I'm sorry. Acting <laughs> or not, no white man is going to say that to me. Yeah. He said, dude, you were just a fine piece of ass. The thing is. I would call my cousins on him. <laughs> nah, but he I, called me a nigga. I'm not going to say <laughs> what I want to say. I'm not basically. I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna say because like, I still need a writing job and like I've talked so much <laughs> shit about so many people. We so, burnt so many bridges. Burnt so many bridges and but and there's so many sound clips of people gonna be like this you, but <laughs> you're like well. Here's the thing. So I'm gonna leave. I'm what I want to say. I'm gonna say the email when we get in the car. Oh man, no fun. You're gonna forget. No. I'm all not. right. All right. All right. Fine. I'm not gonna force you, <laughs> but. What I will say is that white man really be embarrassing her. I don't like that because it's the same way that I feel like Fitz did was, uh, yeah. Olivia. Well, I feel like I'm inching close to what I want to say. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what you about to say. <laughs> what I will say is that sometimes a trip to Shondaland <laughs> got a lot of white men. But anyway, um, I was yeah. gonna say something worse. Than I know. It, but- I know, and we'll save it, because now I'll remind you, because I want to know. But, no, she be like, how could you? Every episode. I don't like that. I don't like to see. And like, also, like, I don't mean to be smart. Like, they're lawyers, but they really be, like, doing too much. I'm like, are y'all lawyers or detectives? They're like, get it I together. I feel like sometimes, like, even me, um, well, writers in general, I feel like writers in general get so excited about, um, like, so many different um, arcs or, like, so many um, categories of uh, people that they mesh them all into one. Like, because sometimes 
fucking cops be acting like the FBI, be acting like detectives, be acting like the coroner. Exactly. Be acting like the, exactly. Like the fucking cop is doing an all And you know you watch ID channel and you know and like, it don't oh, be like that at no. all. And then it be like a, a, tw- a four hour turnaround. And I'm like, listen, listen, These listen. people be like years. Like you be watch ID, people be like, if like the case happened in 2014, and in 2018 is when we got And they the be seducing people into the answers. I'm like, come on now. Yeah. Ain't nobody dig that good where you <laughs> You, you dick me down, and I'm like, all right, it was so-and-so. Yeah, so like, I I'm feel like, snitching. but, if, yeah, for entertainment purposes, I feel like, you know, writers get excited about that, and I'm guilty as that, because I don't know what the fuck. Sometimes I'll be, some only because I watch ID, I have kind of realized the difference between them, and also, like, um, but, like, I know that I would be guilty of that. But you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit for the sake of the story. Yeah. Like with Law and Order SVU. Like, you know that Olivia and them, when they be, like, getting a call in the middle, like, you got them? Ha! Huh, they got the perfect custody now. You know that that's unrealistic. But at least they have different people, like, oh, this person's doing an autopsy. Don't be the this same. This person's fuck. the lawyer. Like, why the this fuck is... is a lawyer doing an autopsy? Yes, they be You gotta home. go to different schools for that. Right, they be looking at, they be locking people up. <laughs> The lawyers be arresting people. The thing I is, what are you doing in a jet? Like, get out of here. Because first of all, the amount of time, the the amount of time you have to go to school to be a lawyer, you only have to fucking go to school to be a cop. No, you really didn't. And we see it, which is the problem. But <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, hate to say it, but the show is is a little crazy. Oh, and my last one. Carnival Eats on the Food Network. Oh my gosh, I haven't watched it in so long, but I <sighs> fucking love Carnival Eats, yo. I yo, when I tell you, that's a wacky guy, isn't sorry, he? The host. <laughs> I'm a little turned on by him. I know you are, Iman. I don't know. He tall as fuck. I don't know about him. He Why? a wacky. What the fuck is going on outside? Sorry, y'all. It's just we had before we got on the mic, people was fucking. Firecrackers right in front. The same nigga that's in window. your neighborhood, he's in ours too. And he's alive and well. God damn. But um, anyway, yes, Carnival Eats get me so excited. They be doing, what's wild. We spent 26 minutes on Faith Forest. But yeah, we'll be doing. Oh, that's they, what he still was doing? Yeah. Because Carnival Eats, he be doing, he be eating real crazy like, sexual. It, it be like, it be like chicken fried donut wrapped in a pineapple. <laughs> And the thing Covered is, in corn. I literally, I literally just said this on Twitter. I used to watch their show and be like, "How can I make this vegan?" Because yep. I'll do it. Yep, and that's how I be feeling. Like, oh my god, the other day, they he ate something. It was like a pineapple thing. Oh my god, it looks so good. And my favorite thing is, I know when people really like food. Yeah, like Guy Fieri. You could tell when he really he likes really love food. And this carnival, the carnival eats guy, aka my. Oh. Also, fun fact about Guy Fieri, he does not like eggs. Period. Vegan King. <laughs> I wish. He may eat a brisket sandwich, but he don't like eggs, so there's Her. that. There's that. Um, but I have, I literally, I love Carnival Eats so much, and like, I have never seen anything vegan on there. Never. Which is like so upsetting. Like, I would just love, <laughs> so I literally be like lusting for it, like. But that's the thing. I literally watch those shows and be like, how can I make this crazy it's totally shit away. vegan? And you can do it. I just love fairs and carnivals. Y'all, we got the all vegan carnival and all this is over with. When I found out how to make funnel cake, mm. worse, I was eating that shit every fucking day. Child, this sounds so good right now. Like confectionery sugar is not something you should have every day. <laughs> but say, I hate it. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> so let's get into toast for assist, Okay. 
So this week you actually picked the young woman that we're toasting to. Yes. So um, I don't know. I I know a, a lot of our listeners probably do follow her. Um, her name is I think you pronounce it just me, um, J U S M E, and she goes by the earring um, earring dealer on um, Twitter and. Um, her comp- her brand is called the New Bamboo, the mm. NU Bamboo, um, and Beyonce recently put her um, company on her website. Amazing! And she ha- she um, said that she had over a thousand orders. That's amazing. One of them was mine. Per I cannot wait to get my jumbo hoops. You yeah. know, I had to go. <laughs> Even though your girl don't got a long neck, I'm still. Girl, bye. You make it like your neck no, sit on top of your shoulders. Because when your neck isn't long, the the um the way the bamboos be hitting my shoulders. How big is the bitches? I got the jumbo ones. You decide. <laughs> I fucking love big hoops. Oh my god, girl, you'll be fine. So they're gonna be on my shoulders. But anyway, um, that is amazing. And she also, this is what I want to hear every young black girl say. She said, I cannot believe I'm financially stable. I did see that. That made my heart (sighs) jump out of my fucking mouth. We love to see it. That gave me so much hope because she is somebody that is very relatable. She's very funny. She's very gorgeous. The earrings are so cute. They are very cute. Um, and she is very gorgeous. It's just like that's somebody that like that gave me hope. I'm like this, you know what? Shit will work out. It will. And the fact that Beyonce featured her on her website was insane. I don't know what the fuck. I would probably, I don't know. I would probably be down for a few days. Yeah. Cause that shit would have had me. It's amazing. Shouts to her for um just being a successful entrepreneur. We love to see it. We really do. Um, let's get into tea time. And real quick, we want to start off with some black music. Black 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 music. Black 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 music. Does that sound like an MTV like jams that intro? Crack music, nigga. Doom doom doom. That's that black music, nigga. <laughs> Sorry, we cannot sing that again. That was a. Uh, Kanye West before he lost his coconuts. Um, <laughs> Tiana Taylor. So Tiana Taylor dropped the album. It is about 70,000 songs long. And it took me a while to get through it. Because I didn't. I was like, wait a second. Did the album start? Oh, she really put a lot of time into this. Because it's like 20 tracks long. Oh, Let that's decent. See. They don't do it like that no they more. Don't, the girls don't do it like that I anymore. need to um, listen. Because I was watching. I told um, Iman that I was recently watching. Like, a lot of her music videos, I did not know she pumped out that many music videos. She really does um, work and very I, hard. And I um, watched the most recent video of hers where um, her husband, and she was announced of her pregnancy, and um, he did a little, he did, he um, he was rapping. He ain't sound bad. Really? You ain't like it? No. I was like, I was in the house listening to it, and when his part came on, I was like, he cannot rip under my breath, and Karina bust out laughing. I love Iman, though. So even if he can't, I'm so happy he but was I, there. You know how sometimes stuff be different when you watch the video as opposed to hearing it? He, he, the way he was sounding, like, he sounded like one of my cousins rapping. But you know what? Also, it was like 3 a.m., and I was manic, so everything sounded amazing. <laughs> He was like, I 
think I was just so excited. We're not to gonna see let her. him. Yeah, that's what it, I'm. I'd be excited to see them as a family, no matter what. That's what it was. I no saw them, what. I got bamboozled because I saw them as a family, and, and I then, just yeah, was you framed happy. it. You framed it like that. <laughs> but my whole thing was, I'm like, she is very nice. Because if he would have came on my song like that, I'd be like, if you're not gonna deliver, then you can really not. Me, be on like, song. remember, never forget when Jay Z. Came out on horse on homecoming. Oh, oh, and he oh, looked oh. terrible. Yeah, he looked like he looked like he was found underneath one of those <laughs> benches. You know the benches that the, everybody was dancing. What's it called? The the bleachers. Yeah, it's like he was sleep under the bleachers. And somebody was like, "Jay, come on, you on?" And he just rolled from under there. It's like, oh, flow so unusual. <laughs> yes, <laughs> unusual. Right. Said, Baby girl, you should already know. That was I'm like, so now, I never said he seemed close to 60 <laughs> until that moment because he sound. That was so bad. But I was laughing. I never forget when <laughs> Jesus and Meryl was like, she was the one dancing for two hours. When you coming on there standing something like that for it? That was so bad. Like nobody had a recall off of this nigga before he got on stage. Why do men do that? What? Exist? exist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. People, we, we, I just felt like the two girls on Portlandia, the, the librarians, who's a white man what? Exist? <laughs> the, no, my favorite is when they was watching cheerleaders and and everybody was like making noise and they was like, <laughs> it was like, let them speak. <laughs> they was literally just women cheering. <laughs> let them speak. Oh my God. What was that That's episode really when they would not let that guy out of the store and he was like, well, what happened if I just left? And he was, she was like, I will run after you so fast. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, they be getting crazy. Oh, my favorite, it was like, what are you, some kind of gender detective? <laughs> I, I say that in my head no, every they're, day. They're funny as shit. <laughs> but that's how I feel all the time. And of course, I was laughing at that bit on Portlandia when the guy was like, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> he said, that's so over. That's how my family see me. <laughs> no, I hate people like that. They'd be like, that's over. No one does that anymore. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about no trend, nigga. I'm going to do B. Like, that's please. how my family see me when I talk about capitalism. <laughs> capitalism over. Capitalism is so over. Um, but yes, uh, Tiana did that. She really did. She gave us a lot. Um, and also, like, if you're not a person who really likes to slow shit down, then I don't know if this will be right for you. But she just gave us a lot. It's a lot of really cool features, like Missy, Erica Badu. I saw the Missy. Lauren video. Hill. Oh, Future. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, sometimes I do like to slow it down. No, and I this was, is a good type of slow down, because sometimes I'll be like, Yawn if it's too slow. I was listening. But, to, um, I was watching like um, Ari Lennox videos today. Oh yeah, um, I was like, I'm. A, I love visuals. Yeah. So I will watch a video in a heartbeat. No, she she did such a phenomenal job on that album. I'm very proud of her, and it's it went number one today, I believe. Also, Megan Thee Stallion dropped a new single, um, "Girls from the Hood." Which sounds, Girls in the Hood. I'm sorry. I, I liked it. I do. I really liked I did. it. It featured and, uh, Easy E's joint. Um and dun, I dun, 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 dun. <laughs> she sampled. You said it featured <laughs> whatever. Niggas know what I'm talking about. It's not excess Hollywood. It's fucking. <laughs> that was I don't have to speak right. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Just ignore me. <laughs> Cause I I felt like you saying it featured Easy E. I mean I know, technically I get it. it but, I get it. But my hope is. So I know people have seen, like some people have seen the drama that's going on about music is very fucking crazy. It is a that shit is run like the fucking mob. Um, so apparently, Easy E's children cannot get a hold of his masters 
and one of his daughters raps, and she would like to remix one of her dad's songs, rightfully so, but she cannot get a hold of the masters for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. My hope is that Megan does a remix, because I feel like Megan Asaya is so good at remixes. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope that she saw it, because I I could see her doing something like that, though. Me too. Like, I hope that she gets her on a remix. I would really love it. But is she a good rapper? I haven't heard the rap. That's my only thing. But if she's not a good rapper, then what's the point? <laughs> one thing about me is a female rapper can say one, two, skip to my loo, and I'm going to go crazy. So I didn't even have to hear. No, I'm not. I don't need nobody on the beat. Tell us a hit, a hot, a I don't think she would be like that. Oh, I'm about to say that. Why don't we know her name or her music? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Iman, you are so mean. You love to crack. It's down. just tonight. It's just tonight. I don't know what it is. Sorry. Yeah, tonight you cracking, cracking whips. I was like, hey, everyone can't be uplifting. <laughs> All she wants to do is rap on her deceased father's beat. <laughs> it's not my fault that she can't do it. How are you blaming this for me? <laughs> No. Oh, that I'm the bad guy. I'm not. I don't have the fucking beats. Like I don't no, have. No, you sound like you had it. <laughs> you said all she wants to do. All I said was, is she a good rapper? I don't know. You being the daughter of a rapper <laughs> is not That's enough. True. That's very true. It's not enough. And, and like, like, okay, like I would like to hope that she is. I would like to hope that she is too. But also, <laughs> I just love female rappers. I really do. I like female rappers that are good. I feel like female rappers should be able to be bad, too, because there's niggas that rap. And, you, and they weird. can be, but I won't like them, is what I'm saying. Like, I won't consume their music, because I don't want to hear that shit. I'm not going to... Also, I feel like that's that's a slap in the face. Like, I don't listen to shitty guy rappers. Like Sometimes I do. I, I don't, see? I, I guess... The thing is, when I do listen to guys, they do be on some Kendrick Lamar type of shit, like, or, like, Eminem or something like that. I really... Eminem? Back in the day. You listened to him, too, back in the day. I'm just talking <laughs> about the ones that I have been a fan of historically yeah, that's speaking. Very true. But I feel like women should be able to have fun, too. You can have fun and be good at your job. Like, you can yeah, have no, fun and be, good at, be a good but rapper. Like Megan Thee Stallion. But my mind didn't even go there. Like, is she good? Because I don't think I'm a good rapper, but I still did it. I think your music was good. I don't think it's that good. Hence why I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if it's not a good rapper, I don't think people are going to listen, regardless of who your father is. That's this very is true, what I'm but saying. I feel like she. I feel, I feel like if it would be cool. I feel very. It would be cool if she's a good rapper. It would be, but if she's not going to ride the beat, then it's like, what's the point? Yeah, that's crazy because my mind did not go there. Like, is she good? That's yeah. That's where my mind goes first because I'm like, well, if we don't know that she's a rapper, and she had more leverage and starting the game than making the stallion. Then how, what's going on? Maybe she started late. That's true. Like, maybe she started yesterday. Yeah, I just like to... <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Um, <laughs> you mean that shit, bro. Speaking of good girl rappers, what about City Girls? Oh, my gosh. I fucking love... I'm going to love it regardless anyway. They, again, they could say one, two, skip to my loo, and I'm going to love it. Even though I really would... I, on, um, on, not period, on, oh, my gosh. I don't know why I'm blinking with their last I said, what's pro- it called, City Girls? With, the, with their last project, before this one, um, I liked, like, a few songs from it, but I enjoyed period way more, but I always will support whatever they do, and I just loved it. I feel like it was so good. It was definitely, in words of encouragement, I needed to hear, um, also love that they're going to get these niggas mad. 
Oh, that's my favorite part. Always. Also, like, broke niggas don't deserve no pussy. Um, (laughs) Put that on my gravestone. Like, it's just so, like, I just love the city girls so much. And I love the fact that they, like, are, they just want, like, women to just be so chaotic. Seriously. I love them so much. I love City Girls. Thanks for backing that up. I haven't listened yet, but I am going to listen. I'm excited to hear it. Um, Another girl rapper. I love the way this is going with all women artists. So there was like a little no-name versus J. Cole feud. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Prior to this, I, hadn't, I did not know much about no-name. I knew that there was a rapper named no-name. I knew was... Um, I knew she was good. Like, I would hear people say really, really cool things. But I really, you know, just wasn't there yet. So when people were saying that J. Cole went in on her, I just, I'm I'm be honest with you, I thought it was a bitch move. Because I'm like, who goes in on a girl? Like, who yeah, goes like, in? That's weird. Like, that's young. Like, not just that, oh, men and women can't battle. But the fact that it was like this, a girl that was younger than him, and also, and when Little Pump and all yeah. the other people like you sat, you sat down and had you a talk sat with down, him. had a talk with them, and gave them all this grace to grow. But then, like I don't even know all that what was that was said in this rap, but everyone on Twitter seemed to have thought that he was coming for no name. So J Cole dropped some uh, tweets, um, and he says. Pretty much that some of you will assume that this song is about, and that's fine with me. It's not my job to tell anybody what to think or feel about the work. I accept all conversations and criticisms, but let me use this moment to say this. Follow no name. I love and honor her as a leader at this time. She's done well, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, I haven't done a lot of reading, and I don't feel well equipped as a leader in these times. But I do a lot of thinking, and I appreciate her and others like her because they challenge my beliefs, and I feel that in these times that's important. He also led with, I stand in whatever I said before, but I don't know if it was the correct thing to do. So at your big-ass age, you need to know a little bit more before you go rip into someone. And also, how do you admit that you have not done a lot of reading and you're not equipped as a leader? Like, what? And also, so what you be standing out there at these marches doing? Just the fuck looking? And also, like, your whole fan base is built on Woke. how people don't understand you because you too deep. <laughs> Sorry. Imagine thinking your fave is too deep, but he really just be thinking. <laughs> He don't be doing no reading, no literature. He like, I know the resources are absolutely at my fingertips, <laughs> but I just don't feel the like thing right is, now. Is it's different. Like I like I don't brand myself as an intellectual, so I I one hundred percent just be saying shit. This nigga branded himself as I'm the brains. Yeah, when he literally has worms. Also, just want to say. Yo, we all got to do a better job of vetting niggas with that hairstyle. Because I do think that <laughs> when we see locks like that, I know I'd be like, okay, he definitely be reading. He definitely be drinking his water. Eating, they don't. He be eating mangoes. And guess what? They, <laughs> I'd probably be doing more uh, 
read it than they do. They it's don't. It's just crazy. So name, No Name took a mo- uh, Actually, Chance the Rapper decided to just drop in. And he said, yet another L for men masking patriarchy and gaslighting as constructive criticism. And I really, really appreciate that because that is exactly what men like J. Cole do. The quote-unquote intellectuals. Like, they love to pretend like they love, 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 love black women until we disagree. And yeah. <laughs> until we disagree. Until we aren't like right by their side, don't knock the nose off my pharaoh, then you have everything to say. If you had... Don't like, knock the nose off my face. Yeah, like, that's how they be. Like, they be really trying to stand up for everyone. And like this other guy said on Twitter, whether you agree or disagree, can you admit that that was a terrible time to criticize black women? It that is. was in the same week that at least a minimum of three black women were murdered by black men. So it was like, why... Why did you think now was the time to come at a black woman who was out here in these streets trying to take up for them? The fucking worms in his brain was like, say it, say it, Jay. Go, go, say it. Come on, say it. He was like, you know what? Forest Hill Drive, say it. (laughs) So let's go. Say it. Um, Yeah. So, and the thing is, I always couldn't stand that nigga. No name dropped a woman. I, that's true. You never liked him. She dropped a one minute and ten second song where she pretty much was talking about like it's is is black women dying. We trying to search for Toyin, but he decides to dis, uh direct his anger at me during all these times. And she said, I guess the ego hurt now. It's time to go to work now. It's time to go to work. Wow, look at him go. He really about to write about me when the world is in smokes. And seriously, like, you could have wrote about anything that was going on in the world. Brianna Taylor, murderers, like anything. We haven't heard from him in years. We have, And then it's like for you to come out hot like that, you really came at no name. To attack a dark-skinned black woman. And then she um, took the Twitter a few days later and was like, hey, I shouldn't have addressed it. I'm like, no, sis, you absolutely should have. You absolutely should have. She definitely should have. And uh, that's a shame. Like black black women always have to, you know, bear that burden of thinking like, oh, I messed up. Like I yeah. should, you know, I'm whatever. distracting by defending myself. No, You're more not. of that. More, more, more defending yourself because people will sit up here and just say anything and then make it like you didn't have no problem with it. It's like no, I really did have a problem with it the entire time. Um. So yeah, J Cole. I'm really, I'm, honestly, I'm J Cole's not canceled. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. To me personally. He's always canceled. That's that's fair. Like that's fair. And also for no for also just for the simple fact that he's just like I look at him, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like I'll be having nothing and tell him just to say, I just want to say that. Like, shut the fuck up. And again, I do get it. Thank you for valuing what I had to say. It's just you're like not, I feel like you're not wrong. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, and and again, like lodge like this the <laughs> the schematics of it all is yeah <laughs> like even though cancel culture is again not real he isn't necessarily cancel it's just like what it really nigga like it's that. like yeah it's really nigga but I know and it's also me being somebody that never could stand that nigga I'm excited that everybody see what I have always saw I still think that you know I have been a fan so it's harder a little harder for me. I'm gonna be. I'm, if I say I'm canceling him, I'm gonna be in my room like I'm my way, I'm my way, I'm my way. And I'm like, let me not do play I never, myself it's, or It's others. never a, like like every song. Every time I hear him, I just want to smack the shit out of him. And I'm just again, I'm just here to back you up in it and say that thank you. You aren't wrong. 
Thank you. No problem, sister. Uh, okay, so let's get oh, into... We're skipping Doja Cat, and we're going to go into Pop Smoke. Yeah. So Pop Smoke, rest in peace to that mm-hmm. to that creative man. You know, he passed away recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and Virgil, 50 Cent, a.k.a. 50, he was given the... Um, <laughs> The, the green light by Pop Smoke when he was alive to work on his creative, um, on his album. So Virgil wanted to honor honor that. His family, his it's label, so everybody wanted to honor that. But we recently saw... I'm sorry, I'm looking at the cover now, and it's just so terrible. It's so jolting. We recently saw the cover, and everybody on the internet was just like, how could you? Also, like, if <laughs> now, how could you do that? How could why also, would you do that? If you're, um, if you see it, please sign that petition to get it taken away. Yeah, sign, well, apparently, uh, his label announced that the cover art for his album will be changed. Yeah, that was so. horrific. It looked like he did. That looks like when I accidentally made a 3D render, <laughs> um, of my name and Photoshop. My whole thing is, if, a, if Virgil didn't know how to use Adobe, he should have said something. The crazy thing is, he does, and that's what he chose to do. No way. I'm sorry. I'm I'm willing to bet that he was somebody who probably had other people doing his work, and now he home during the pandemic, and he had to do it himself, and this is what he came up with. Sorry. Okay, that, that was just that was, was an exaggerated um. That was an exaggerated scenario. I don't want to miscredit him if he actually. Knows how to use it, but that's horrible. It judging by how that's this how looks, that that triggered that whole train. That of shit and that nigga got a picture off of Google, Google Images, and I hate to say it, this looks like an obituary picture. It does, and that's why it's like it's like how could he? It looks like a groovy obituary. What? It it looks like something where you go and you look at the obituary and you be like, you know what? Why didn't they let somebody who really knew what they were doing? Even for like, it's just not. It's very haunting, and for, he's already not alive anymore. So why would you want to give us something that look this way? It's bad, guy. I, I'm sorry, and I'm not. A, a, I'm not exaggerating. I, I fucking signed that change that org position uh, petition because I woke up. In the morning, and that was the first thing I saw. And I said, no way. No Ooh. way. That's so terrible. That's why, like, I can't stand some of these artsy niggas. They fall flat. Yeah. Every time. Truly. Solange is the only artist. Truly. Period. Truly, truly, truly. Because, I, oh, my God, this is so terrible. You niggas are weird as shit. And I love that his label was like, listen, Pop Smoke would have wanted us to listen to the fans, and the fans hate it. As a matter of fact, so many fans have... Did a showed way up, better job. Showed up with better art. And I pray to God that one of them... Like, I'm just tired of all these bomb-ass black creatives. Hair. Just hair. And they're giving the work away. Like, with these Vogue challenges and these S's challenges, they're just giving the ideas. And it's the thing is, people aren't even afraid of their ideas really being stolen because they know that they have a fountain of more ideas. And that's how I be. Like, my whole thing is, if I go and I talk to you about an idea, it's like, it's okay because you still don't have me. You can try to recreate what I do, but you'll never and also, get it. You'll never get it the way I would do it. The way how relentless people are, they'll never let you forget you stole that shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, the fa- like people fucking Donald Glover 
um, that song, Coonery ass. Yeah, the uh, this is America. He almost he pulled a fast one on us because but, uh, I didn't did he admit that that he, yeah after everybody beat his ass but uh, that's, about it. But he didn't make that beat. Uh, no, he he did the, even the song. Right, but didn't some like I thought he admitted that someone yeah, on his af- team after but, the fact. If, did he willingly know that that was the song? My, that's my whole thing. Like I like to be. He, he had to know. He had to know. These niggas be stealing, and they think that we don't. Like Virgil, he had. He's still from young black creatives. Yeah. When I don't have a receipt, I just don't call people thieves. They are. Yeah. Per, I just don't have a. If I don't have a receipt, because I'm like one day somebody's gonna call us a thief, and if you don't have a receipt on me. You just gonna be a person on but the internet talking. Re- people had receipts on that. But the, the receipts don't line up to someone knowing. That's what you can't. Why don't that's you? Very hard why to don't create. you know? That is your your team that you're working with. Again, it's like goes back to the B Simone thing. Like, why aren't you vetting these people, drilling these people? Where did this come from? Where did this uh, this and third? Blah blah blah. Right now, I feel like the book thing is really really hard because she said she had her, she was on the ground. She says she was like the one actually but picking out page by page. Music. People do the same thing for music, but he didn't say he did. So some people have music presented to them, beats, rhymes, writers, choreographers, and everything else. And I think that we we assume that it's just this one artist that's creating all this when it's really, really not. And we also assume that we're the they're the one cutting the check when it's a whole team, like it's a label. These people need to drill these people. Like, where did this come and from? And I'm not saying that it's fair. It a, like, a, absolutely. A people should be getting paid. Like, if you are quote unquote inspired by someone else's work then you need to inspire a check to them that's just what you need to do exactly but what i do want to know is how intentional is the not the stealing but how intentional is the someone else presenting work like like it's original and it's not because if someone came to us and said okay here's this unique show idea we would assume that that show idea was something that they're presenting to us how would we know if they actually went and ripped off another group of creatives until those creatives then came forward then it was up to us to correct it but you can't always know and to that's very true but i know for a fact virgil steals from young black creatives i think that virgil looks like the type of person who was still from them he but definitely i'm also on a young black creative i'm also really i know i'm probably gonna sound like a bitch i'm over everybody thinking that their stuff is stolen because some of y'all ideas aren't that original i do know that some people do get stolen from but niggas be like she stole from me and they be wearing like a bit oversized blazer it's no like, but who, it was more it was, a, it, it was a picture it's very hard took, to be original that he t- it is very hard but the thing is if you see somebody has something why don't you hire like hey i like that that's cool you had it why don't you like hire that person instead of like taking their idea because you know when you're sitting down, you're like, oh, shit, I was inspired by that. Let me, like, call this person up. Or, like, get... he took a picture with a young black creative that had these glasses that he made, and then it fucking pops up on the runway. Thing glasses is, that, that I believe very that Virgil is a thief because of how he is and just how the shadiness and the shadiness that he's done. But I also feel like there's this thing where people are willingly sharing their adventures inventions and being like hey i'm i'm a young artist and someone stole from me either understand that when you put things on the internet there is a chance that someone could steal it and be like you know what give me what's mine and i'm not going to stop or just be on some shit where it's like maybe we had the same idea because some stuff is not that original to me i'll be seeing people have ideas where i'm like 
honestly, if I wanted to, I could have thought of that. That's very true. But it's hard he, to have original thought he, in 2020. It is, it is it hard really to have is. original thought, but a lot of these designers do take from lesser known people. I think that that is probably the nature of the, the industry, not saying that it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that probably happens, but I also think that everyone wants to believe people are stealing from them. Everyone's hating on them. Their ideas are just, nobody could carve it. It's not, no one else can copy it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that. Some of these ideas are not that groundbreaking. They're not. To me. Now, Virgil probably does steal from people, but I'm just saying, everybody, it's, it's an easy thing to say. It starts to become to the point where I'm like, all right, now, is he, he's stealing from all y'all. I guess. I'm just saying. That's how I feel. He's definitely a thief, so. Yeah, that's true. But some people, like I said, Will Smith was saying it the other day, like, it's hard to even have an original thought. Whatever you are thinking right now, somebody in th this grand scheme of earth probably has thought it too. That's very true. But if you see somebody, I feel like why not hire them? If you're like, oh, this person, bring them on as a creative direction. Yeah, why not? Like, you can't hire every. Well, one, you can't hire everyone. No, and I'm That's saying the truth. not everybody, but I'm just saying if something that somebody does stick with you. Yeah, you can like, consult with them. Like, you can wow, do a bunch of things. I really things. like that. Like, this really stuck with me. How about I bring this person on board and, you know, they can do X, Y, Z. You should put artists on if you can. But I'm not, I feel like, for me, what I'm worried about, because I start to feel like sometimes people on the internet just complain too much, right? If I'm doing something and you think it's similar to what you did and me knowing I'm not no thief, if you come to me, I had this idea, then what does that have to do with me? I'm not a thief. I'm not bringing you on board because it's my idea. It's just something we had similar. So I can't speak for Virgil, but I do like to think for myself. I see how this internet culture is going. I see that there are some people who absolutely are telling the truth. And it's also really cool for some people to be felt sorry for. Because then it makes them feel better for not being where they where they wish they were in life. Because they're but like, the, the, I was I was something someone stole from me. I'm like, no, that's that definitely happens. The people that are the coming forward guy, with, with him, are, I don't really see them like that. Like, for instance, how, you know, the Kardashians stole the idea from for bedazzled the um and she makes stuff for beyonce and all that it right. doesn't really like i'm not saying it doesn't happen a little bit i'm not saying it doesn't happen i'm not i'm just saying it doesn't always happen the way everybody tries to make it like their work is being stolen it doesn't happen all the time yeah that's very true but the people that have come forward wasn't even like like bitter about it just was like damn that's crazy yeah well, don't steal people's work. And if you feel like your idea is stolen, like, get some receipts before you're like, yeah, someone stole my stuff. It's like. Yeah, the people I saw had receipts. Okay. If they say so. Um, but we're moving on into breakups and break-ins. Raven was engaged. Oh, yeah, I forgot. To a white woman. Whatever. That's why I forgot. I thought it was Chelsea that she was engaged to originally. That's what I would have wanted. That's what I would have expected. I mean, in the Raven's house, she just don't seem like she likes men. She looks seems like she hates her husband. Her ex-husband, sorry. Wait, oh, her. Wait, the show? Mm hmm Oh, I forgot. She Wait, is she still doing that show? Um, it's on Disney+. Plus. I've been catching up on it. Oh. <laughs> but... 
she seems like she hates her husband. Yeah, why would they get? I mean, it's Disney. Her ex. Um, but um, her and Chelsea I'm, moved in, and she's way happier with her, with Chelsea. So, I love that. Um, I know that if she probably was able to, and people wouldn't have snapped, she probably would have just had a, a like two two lesbians as the mom, but. Who knows if she was even able to get the green light on that. Yeah, that's very true. But anyway, I do love that they're co-parenting together and both of their marriages were just weren't a success. And rather than to live in San Francisco individually because it's too expensive, they decided to raise their kids together. How many uh, How many seasons is it? I have no clue because I haven't gotten through the first one. But it's a really good show. I should watch it. Um, Who else is breaking up or breaking in? Sorry, my phone... Oh, excuse me, y'all. So, also, August Alcina, I don't even want to talk about this no more. August Alcina is claiming that he was given a green light by Will to. Why are be you telling? Why are you telling us this? Like, I didn't. I could have went my whole Tuesday without knowing it. My whole thing is like, I know you signed the NDA. I really could have went my whole two. Why did you feel like it's important for us to know that? Who the thing is, people were inquiring about it probably, but let them inquire. You don't have to answer them. Yeah, you don't have to put your business because you look like the chump. Because yeah, you were you in a relationship weird. with somebody that was married. You look weird and like creepy to me. And he explained that it was like a life partnership that her and Will are in. So pretty much, it's pretty much an open marriage. I don't know why the fuck niggas be trying to make it sound fancy. But my whole thing is like, August Alcina, you waited until your album was coming out to talk about this. Yeah, and so, that's a shame because I really, now, I, love him. I really like his music. Like, I don't really be liking singing ass niggas like that. Like, I don't be thinking men have the right to do anything, but. I really like the way he sings. I like him. Um, I'm excited for the music, but it's just like, well, cut the weird shit. Keep, some things are okay to keep a secret. Now, I don't know if, like, what he's saying is the truth. Because I feel like Jada looked like she'd be doing into some crazy shit like that. It would be their business. But also, I feel like... It would be their business. I feel like she probably said something like, you know what, I love you. One night, and he said that on. <laughs> but she, she had a robe on. When I she feel like said she it. said it on the patio, like outside, where like <laughs> after like a like a, a pool party, and everybody else was asleep, and he and, then, and they and had then a heart Will, to heart. And Will uh, came out right when she said, "You know, I really love you." And Will was like, "Aw," and that was him. Will backing it. Yeah, that's what I feel like. I on feel one like hand, him. and then on the other hand, I do feel like Jada and Will might be into some stuff. It's been rumors for years. <laughs> Years. It's been rumored since I was a kid that Will and Jada are just into things. And at first, (laughs) I was, like, annoyed because I'm like, y'all just want... So a man and woman who just see each other as human, I remember you got, it got to be so upset about that. It's annoying because I feel like they always try to make it like they doing something crazy by like communicating and stuff. Even though it like Jada, Jada seems like she's very deep, but she can be a little bit like annoying. Like when she like, wow, this quarantine really like. Uh, showing me that I don't know Will. It's like, okay, you say this every two, three months that you're still discovering your husband. And you know why? It's because y'all both are changing. Thank you for bringing up that marvelous point. But it's like you can only run this content for so long before yeah. we all get tired of it, right? So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Weird. But I'll, 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 I feel like they got a dungeon. I want to be invited. <laughs> Do you want them to be your parents or what? I feel like at this point, any way I can get into the family is what I'll have to do. And if that means getting in a relationship with Jada, <laughs> that's, just, that's just what's going to have to happen. 
Um, so real quick for the sunken place. Um, first, we just want to put the uh, states who are opening up, despite the COVID numbers increasing rapidly, surging. Some people are saying we're in the second wave, and I guess there's a scientific difference between the second wave versus what's happening. <laughs> that was so scary. <laughs> Sabria is spinning. We have spinning chairs. When I tell you my feet are planted, I might do a little rock left or right. Sabria's Indian style spinning in circles. I didn't even mean to spin in circles. You said that each time you spent. Um, but also... Oh, it's the table. It's throwing me off. You really... It's not the fact that you said Indian style no, in a I spin went, chair? Like, well, sit in campfire style. Oh, sorry. Yep, sit in campfire style. Sorry, y'all. I got gas. Um, so the states are reopening and surges are happening. And I just feel like that's so frustrating. And I want y'all to be smart. Like, a lot of these places are opening, but you have to ask yourself, like, are they safe to go to? Why would you think that it's okay to go? First of all, bars are sweaty as fuck anyway. Just because they're opening don't mean, don't mean you, you have to go. go unless you work there. And in that, in that exactly. case, I definitely understand. And also, like... You these places are open and you're going and you're giving these workers hell on top of that. On top of that. And also, like, first of all, you're in a bar or excuse me, a club, and you are, excuse me, yelling, singing song lyrics, yelling out in people's faces, putting like putting your arms over people's shoulders, rapping, um, welcome to my house party. My whole thing is some people really just want things to be back to normal so bad that they will pretend like things are back to normal. And that kind of person is so frightening to me. Like, you really can make what you want your reality versus is, what it is. It is because it's like, because um, I only, like, I've only seen, like, a, a, a selective few people, but, like, I don't feel comfortable like you know being in a crowd and stuff and like yeah we went out to protest but I feel like we had to do that we had to do that, that and was, was what did that we, we do afterwards do. we quarantined for two like me I was like okay I need to stay my ass in the house I'm so thankful that my cousin um actually who I live with actually marched with me so I didn't feel like um I didn't feel like I was bringing something into the household because we were at the same space together. But the research, I mean, we didn't know it at the moment, but the research is showing that states that where heavy protests happened, their COVID numbers are not increasing. In fact, states who reopen too quickly, open dumb shit like bars and restaurants and movie theaters. Or they never close shit down. Like, Texas never exactly. really closed anything down. But those down. are the ones that are surging right now. Texas, so you, Atlanta, so Florida, save that conversation. California. Right, and people will be like, well, California is surging. They had protests. I'm like, yeah, but in order for it to be a trend, it would have to surge in every city where there were protests. It would and have surge in Philadelphia. Yes, California's biggest shit doesn't mean LA and most importantly, Minnesota is not like Minnesota. That wasn't fine. yeah, because I saw the map yesterday and Minnesota was not in the red. And New York. Do you not like that the, the protests were crazy and like obviously my fingers are crossed that it stays that way. Yeah. But the protests have been almost unfortunate. It's, it's crazy to think two, three weeks ago. Like people would have had the but symptoms. Some people apparent. are still protesting as well. 
I know, but I'm talking about the, yeah, the yeah, volume. The, yeah, the, volume yeah. yeah, like the massive volume of protests, the uprisings, mm-hmm. pretty much. Those are not happening and the same scale as what they were. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, it's just crazy that people can't stay their asses inside. And finally, in the second place, are fucking guys who we put this put them in the second place before but the theme is is just been too heavy in my life like nice guys who think that because they're nice they deserve something from you like it's just so frustrating and this all sparked because of things that are going on like in me and Sabrina's personal life of course but also because there's this like tiktok of this guy right and he's reenacting like his girlfriend like leaving him and then be when as soon as the girlfriend leaves him he decides that he should get his broke ass a job <laughs> so then he got a job and he got a promotion oh and then he became the ceo of the company company and then he went back to flex on the girlfriend of course and everyone's like well why do niggas feel like they have to relive this scenario constantly like why do they feel like it and also um weird as shit um why didn't you have a job in the first place yeah and his shirt had holes in it (laughs) it it was burnt and he just put a blazer over it and (laughs) And also, what are you the CEO of? Like, also, it takes so much time to become a Years. CEO of something. Nobody's just going to trust you because but you work, you put the most um, elbow grease into the company <laughs> to become a CEO. Because um, let the record show the person who sweat the most at work rarely get any recognition Barely. or nobody would even trust you just because you're the muscle of something nobody would trust you to be the brains and it's just like funny to me that like in all that time where you got a promotion and you became the CEO the only thing you could think about was getting back to this bitch to flex on her and like it's a TikTok right <laughs> it's a TikTok but this is absolutely it's a very very men, real scenario this is exactly how men think they say it in their raps yes they just dream of back the day back then Hoes didn't want me. Now, now I'm hot. They, they all on me. me. They dream. And it's very, it's such, um, I feel like what a lot of people have not talked about is um, black incels, which is like a very Ugh. real thing. And it's something that um, myself and Iman have dealt with constantly, especially me, because I usually like guys who seem like they're nerdy, but black men who seem nerdy and with me liking black guys that seem nerdy there are guys who were constantly bitter bitter because they were rejected by somebody in sixth grade by a bad bitch Mm -hmm. you know they had um, a crush on Tatiana since second grade and Tatiana will be like ew get away from me dirty because you were dirty (laughs) back then yeah and you know what that might have been mean but at the (laughs) end of the day like a lot of these guys don't change anything about themselves and for me, I know if you are go- if you want to attract people, you have to look a certain way. And I don't mean like literally you have to have a certain style, but you have to be clean. Mm-hmm. You have to be neat. You have to have something going for yourself. And this is cross genders, cross identities, whatever. You have to show up as a person that is dateable. If you wouldn't date yourself, why are you now trying to go and get somebody else when you can work on yourself? Yeah, exactly. And like me, um, I just like snapped out of it because I was really liking guys that were like very like sad and down on themselves and would, you know, make jokes about like not getting the text back and like shit like that. And like now I look at that and this was last year and I'm looking back at shit like that. I'm like, ew, that is so unattractive. Like, I'm sorry. Like I'm somebody that like when I get a really 
upset, I get like really down. And I cannot be around somebody that is constantly putting themselves down and like really believing the shit that they say. Like, yeah, sometimes I might say like, you know, I look, you know, like Travis Scott or like I look like Anthony Anderson or like something like that. But I know that I'm like, you know, you know, but these niggas really be believing that they are like garbage and like they be like calling themselves garbage and all this stuff like that. And then the only thing that motivates them is like, yeah, I got a promotion. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And it's just like, but you still you are still you. Ha- and you still hate yourself. And you still hate yourself. And like, and you no, hate women. And you hate at the very core, you hate women. And the only and most, you also hate your mom. You also hate your mom. And the only thing you want to do is to, Flex. One, impress other men. <laughs> Two, um, seek revenge on women that don't even give a fuck about you or actually are more than likely repulsed by you. And will be forever. And it's just it's just so frustrating. Like and like what also bothers me is when nice guys are bossy. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times guys think if if you if if you're nice to them and they're nice to you, you become their Barbie. Like honestly, you become their Barbie. Like whatever they when they're ready to talk, you talk. When you're ready to stand the other because you're just a, a girl living in a man's world. That's and I really weird. hate it because even as much as I know about how the nice guy complex works and misogyny and everything else, I still feel guilty. I still feel guilty, and I feel like, shit, like, he's so nice. But I'm like, I have to remind myself, okay, but he's bossing you around. And I don't like being bossed around. And also, um, oh, my God, what the fuck was I going to say? I was going to have a very good point. You said they like to. They're bossy, bossed bossed around. around. I don't like being bossed around. um, They're just, um, they never got out of, like, their high school mentality. Like, they're, like, still stuck in this, like, middle school, high school mentality. Like I said, like, want to, you know, seek revenge on others. And also, they think, they try to be super, super nice so you can't call them out on certain shit so they can, like, Mm. you know, have receipts. Like, hey, I, I, you know, I was nice to you. Like, there's no, you can't do, like, you can't can't prove, you can't prove that I was a jackass because I was nice. Yeah. But because the rest of us aren't psychopaths, we can read through that exactly and like also sometimes they're like very aggressively nice where you feel guilty for declining their advances exactly you feel guilty it's like i've had like one time this guy was like so first of all um i went on a date with him and um i first of all when i go like i just like to like you know when i really dress up like I like to like be extra like you know like the platform shoes on big hair on my earrings bam lashes bam anyway this nigga comes with boat shoes on and a baggy ass hoodie hoodie and big ass jeans Mm -mm. and I'm like do like do you think I'm a fucking joke (laughs) one but I'm like you know what Sabria we're turning over a new leaf we're going to give somebody a chance. And the thing is, I always get, that's my problem. I really be giving people chances that they don't deserve chances. But um, we're on a date, and he's, like, super, super, super nice, trying to be extra nice. And then he says something weird. I think I said this before in the podcast. He's like, you're not a man, are you? And I'm like, child. 
um, I like was like, I don't know what you're trying to get. I mean, I'm not gonna feed into somebody being like transphobic. Nope. So I just was like, what do you mean? Like, exactly? Like, what are you saying? And he's like, oh no no, it's just that like you know, it seemed like it's too good to be true. Like this blah blah. Like what? And I'm like, what? Like he's like it just he's digging himself in a bigger hole. Anyway, he like you know apologized for like saying that, and then like he like is like you know, I. He like insinuating that he still wants to hang out, and I'm like, you know, I kind of want to go home. And then we <laughs> still talking, and I like was very short with him, talking to him, and he's like, you know, insinuating like, you know, I'll cook for you, blah blah blah. And he was like so aggressively nice, and like, you know, I like was starting to, you know, feel bad because at the time I was being rejected by somebody, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I know how it feels, and like, you know, if I can't be with him uh, I'll maybe we can be not even friends just like cordial so um I finally gave in and went over his house and he cooked me food and it the was it good? first of all it, it was but he <laughs> said to me like first of all again this nice guy shit um he's like Obviously, everybody knows I'm vegan. And then he's like, um, yeah, like, I made this from scratch, whatever. Um, These noodles, whatever. And I'm eating noodles. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck kind of noodles are these? And, like, he's like, oh, they're egg noodles. And I'm like, egg noodles? I'm vegan. And he's like, oh, there's no egg in the noodle. Like, Dumb I, I, fuck. He's like, I asked the um cashier at Aldi. First of all, he said, first he, he, he said Aldi. Then he said he got his stuff from Whole Foods. I'm like, which one is it? Because they're very different. Then I look, I get, I go in his trash can and I look at the pack and it says eggs. So I'm like, I can't eat this no more. He's like very apologetic. He's like, like trying, almost trying to make me feel bad for He's him. Like, I gotta try my best. It's like, yeah, yeah but you like fucked that. up. Exactly. And I'm like, now if I start shitting on your floor, what are you going to do? You shouldn't do anything. So then, um, I like, you know, um, that was that, and then he's like, you know, I had like such a good time. Like you look so beautiful, and I'm like, oh, like oh, I'm really freaked out. So then, um, he like, I finally like said to him, like, you know, I think we're like on two different pages. Like, you know, I don't, you know, whatever. I was like nice about it, but in a way, I still like felt like the way he was being so aggressively nice. It made me feel like, oh, like, you know, letting down the nice guy once again. Yeah, because he fucked up and didn't do his research. Like, I'm sorry. Even if somebody told me egg noodles didn't have eggs in it, the ingredients are right there and they're visible for you to read. You just didn't think. That's all you had to say. You were so horny. And you wanted to ha-cha-cha in the kitchen so bad that you wasn't looking. Yeah, and, like, and that decision is very, like, a lot of, this is why I don't like people cooking for me. Like, they don't pay attention. And I feel like everybody, like, especially women, like, know what, what we're talking about when we say aggressively nice. Like, you try to be like, well, you know, I did this, I did this, but she only likes the thugs. And I'm like. True, but that's because <laughs> <laughs> they have swag and you don't. Very true. And I'm just very tired of that. Um. Because I'm about to start telling y'all y'all right. Also, I'm not the type of bitch, like, that you can be like, I'm going to do this to stunt on her. Because, first of all, I... Don't care. One, I don't... get When I say, like, I know in order to not care about something, you can't talk about it. But, like, I cannot express to y'all how much I don't give a fuck. Like, a lot of niggas who have done me dirty have, like, you know, been successful. Have done successful things. And have, I hate to say it, made more money than me that pains me a lot mm. 
But that's the only way, that, that's one way to hurt me is the pockets. But anyway, um, and I don't think like, oh, he done it. The only time I was like, oh, if I could say jealous of somebody is when I found out that they was having a baby with somebody. And I was like, damn, I want a baby. And that lasts for how long? It, it lasts literally for maybe two hours because yep. Iman talked me down. Yeah, because I'm like, you ain't want no baby with that nigga. <laughs> And, and she don't want no. She don't want no baby with that nigga either. <laughs> it just happened. And that was the end of that. So like, when I tell you, like, women really don't be giving a fuck about y'all being like I'm leveling, good. quote unquote, up because we weren't sitting up here diddling our thumbs the entire time. We were leveling exactly, up and that's why. Like, I was I. I was gonna say this. I think I said this email earlier. I don't remember. But like me personally, I and more trusting of a quote-unquote broke woman today. I, I would willing date a woman that is quote-unquote broke or, like, you know, not where she needs to be financially right now than a man because I personally do not... Uh, the records show I do not trust men who are not, in a way, some way stable because I feel like it's very hit, and, hit or miss with that because mm. sometimes I feel like they get very comfortable and being um, bums, and they will lean on you. Like, I found out fucking the man who, uh, I wait, did he write the Communist Manifesto? I don't know. People will, art, people will definitely drag me. But Karl Marx, the one who was, like, the first one who was like, capitalism is fucking stupid. This nigga literally, his, this, he didn't have a job because he it's like capitalism it's like you know mm-hmm. he wrote all this shit yep. about how like capitalism's fucked up his fucking wife was working this nigga had no job he was just on the fucking couch fuming about capitalism and the thing is yes capitalism fucking sucks but you need to do something because you gotta eat especially in those times fucking a penny was worth like twenty dollars back then you gotta eat um, and, you, and also, like, she's doing it. Why can't, like, I don't know. I just exactly. can't Exactly, so I just don't, like, me personally, I know that's probably, like, maybe a problematic view, but I really trust women to get on their, I, I trust women and femmes to get on their feet way more than I trust, you know, these niggas. men do. Because I have seen, like, you know, I haven't, I'm not where I want to be, um, right now, but I am way better than I was a few years ago, and it's I, it's niggas that I see that are literally in the same place, mentally, and financially, mm. and that shit is scurry, especially when you know the possibility that I'm getting you pregnant. Whew, Hell no, scary shit. Spooky. Hell no. So fuck nice guys. Um, let's get into this common senses. Um, so um, this is. <laughs> A black folks only live stream. <laughs> so you can listen if you're not black, but you have nothing to say. You have nothing. This is definitely kitchen table talk. This is for black. Do not bring uh, your my, white wife. Oh, uh, my niggas in a whole wide world. <laughs> That's what it's for. Exactly. You cannot bring this your white shit wife. This is for us. Real quick, you cannot bring your white wife. Jameer put that in his Juneteenth inf- in- invitation. <laughs> I can't see him. I really cannot. And I didn't see it. And Shannon was like, did you see this RSVP? And I looked, and it was like, no, you cannot bring your white wife. And I was like, 
Um, my niggas in the whole world. Like, he really <laughs> made it clear that this shit is for us. Um, but getting into this conversation, there has been a lot of Beyonce hate on the internet. It's been Beyonce hate on Beyonce's internet. That is insane. <laughs> so, Beyonce um, has been... We've been seeing more of her now than what we ever see because, like someone said earlier, this is her dream to not come outside. Like, Beyonce is probably having a fantastic time um, not coming outside, but she's been giving us um, a little social justice. She's been demanding that the police who murdered Breonna Taylor are arrested. She has been making care packages um, with well, her organization, Be Good. Those individuals have been making care packages to give away in Houston. And apparently... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry to cut you off. The, and the proceeds for Savage Remix went to um, somewhere in Houston. Yep, Houston, Texas. And like I was watching that line for... Um, to get to to get to the goods that, that they were giving away, and it was very long, which means there was a huge need for it. Um, and recently, she has uh, received the humanitarian award from the BT Awards. But what do you see? I called them nerdy black bitter elitists. Okay, <laughs> I'm so, I'm on one today. I don't know if you're, because I just be home too much. You know, I be home alone with my thoughts, getting mad. So now is the time to share. And, like, the thing is, these bitches were the ones who got picked on for preferring Young, Gifted, and Black over, uh, like, they they were listening to Nina Simone when everybody else was listening to 3LW, okay? So, of course, people thought they were weird because as a school talent show, don't nobody want to hear why the cage bird sang. Like, we want to see you dance. We want to see you shake your ass. Like, sorry, we're children, and that's what we like. But no, these people, they wanted everybody to be fucking academics in eighth grade, but they weren't. So they grew resentful with their knowledge and their James Baldwin posters <laughs> and their Angela Davis T-shirts. And they realized that Also, Angela Davis does not want to be on a T-shirt. No, she does not. Angela Davis doesn't want uh, black power to be exclusive either. We'll get into that later. But mm-hmm. these people, you know, they go to college and they ha-ha-ha with other blacks. <laughs> and they love dissertations. And essays and, and also they just um before they would be like, Oh, this person is ghetto, whatever, and now they like getting into it and then using, you know, uh Ebonics weirdest shit. Yes, exactly. They're trying to like do Ebonics with a They're twist. like, Yes, honey, that wig be slapping. And they be talking about George Washington <laughs> the whole time. But anyway, they are just angry. They're and, and they're angry because they were bullied. And I could have easily been that girl. So I get it. Yeah, shit, I was bullied too. Yeah, that's what I don't get. Like, people who are bullied who grow up, grow up and are still angry. I'm like, do you know how many things have happened to me that I have more energy for? I Sometimes I'll be forgetting I was bullied. Do you know what? Like, there's so I'm getting fucked from so many different directions. <laughs> I wish I did have energy. I wish my biggest issue was uh, Jamal in eighth grade <laughs> calling me I-Man instead of Iman. I really do wish that I gave a fuck about that. I really do, but I don't. Because, like I said, there's something called Pico, the electric company, that's on my ass now. So I just can't care about being bullied. Um, But anyway, these people, they just really, really have painted this picture of what social justice looks like and who it looks like. And each time, it is Angela Davis. Each time, it's Asada Shakur. Each time, it is Nina Simone. Each time, it's Audre Lorde. And you know for a fact, these women absolutely are pioneers, icons, and they have given us so much. But y'all are weaponizing them. You're weaponizing them. 
And the thing is, like, we put this in, um, we talked earlier, and we put this in common sense because in no way, shape, or form are we saying that being a billionaire is normal and it is okay. Because also, if you didn't notice, we constantly are critiquing our faves because I feel like that's what people should do. Like, I feel like no... You know, nobody is safe. Nobody We're not safe. safe. And nobody I feel like safe. everybody, because it's a lot of stuff that Beyonce has done that I'd be like, what? Like, and we can what? put somebody in a sunken place one week and toast for them another week because that's human exactly. nature. Exactly. That like, is just how it like is. Like I said, I say this all the time. The fact that um, Beyonce did a fucking deal with Pepsi and then was doing a rock your body, the thing. Exactly. It don't me, make sense. That didn't add up. It don't add up. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. And also, like, her, you know, <laughs> her marrying Jay-Z, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Also, her befriending Obama, I don't like it. I don't but enjoy the, it. I don't enjoy it. But the thing, and that's another thing. Um, somebody, you know, tweeted the final frontier is, like, you know, we'll really be able to start the revolution when people turn on Beyonce and Obama. First of all, that is a weird-ass comparison because one is a war criminal. Come on. And one is a cruel woman that just like to tap dance. That may get me body. Like, Exactly. On. And the thing is, absolutely 100% agree. When black people stop putting Obama in a pedestal, I feel like that will be such a major change. That shit will make me scream from the exactly. rooftop. That would be beautiful because he is not... Who, he is a, he, just because he is black, he is no different from any other president. He is a president. He is a fucking war criminal. He has deported more fucking people than any president, and it is important to remember acknowledge that. that. It is important to acknowledge that. And I don't give a fuck if he's black or not. He right. was a president, and he is not on our side. Yeah. So that, you know, I definitely agree with that. But for me, I feel like everybody's activism looks different. And especially, it's very harder now because in 2020, capitalism has gotten, like, I feel like in the 70s and stuff like that, in the 60s, I feel like it was so much easier to you know, not, not consume certain things because there wasn't social media. Everybody didn't have the internet. You, know, you couldn't stream this and the third. But it is so hard if right in this era right now, in 2020, to, you know, separate yourself from certain things because, you know, it's so ingrained in it. The f I have a fucking iPhone. I have a fucking MacBook. I have fucking cable. I buy, you know, shoes from, uh, you know, even though it's vegan leather, God knows where they're made. I don't even want to fucking think about it. It's like, it's so many things, and it's so hard to, so I feel like, you know, I know everybody's very excited to, you know, get to the revolution, to, um, you know, abolish the police, et cetera, and whatever. But my thing is, even though, you know, Beyonce is a billionaire, she does a lot of shit that, you know, is very important. And my thing is, it is very bothersome that people are discrediting her, calling her work sloppy, um, saying that there's no thought into it. My thing is, I have a beef with people seeing clips of something and then getting in an uproar about it. Mm. Literally, that Disney Plus clip was a minute and 10 seconds. And in a minute and 10 seconds, you cannot really tell a story. There was so much going on. Everything was flashing. You know, all you see is like a bunch of, you know, things like African symbolism, some like stuff that you can interpret as voodoo, all the stuff like that. You don't know how this is going to be done. And also, this, excuse me, was a, supposed to be a part of the Lion King, mm. which is based in Africa. Hello. One. Two, 
I, even though, you know, it is funny, somebody coined the phrase Wakandification, I feel like that, first of all, as a black American, we are still trying to solidify, I think that's the right word I'm looking for, Mm -hmm. our culture. Right. Our culture is still very new. We are, (coughs) you know, a lot of us is still trying to find out who we are. And, like, I'm somebody, I don't care, make fun of me, whatever. When Black Panther came out, I was so fucking excited. I saw that movie four times in the theater. Yeah. I was so excited about it. I felt like, oh, my gosh, I feel like... I, I'm a part of something. And being black is the best thing on earth. I felt to like be. being black was a first. The, best the thing, thing is, I know, like you know, you know, kill your idols, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, to some people, representation does matter. So, like no, it's telling, not to some people, to everyone, to everybody. <laughs> like to I everyone. was, tell, like I was telling um, Himaya earlier. I literally was listening to. Um, I mean, I was watching music videos from Control, and I was watching a video for Drew Barrymore, and I was watching a video for Supermodel, and I literally was fucking crying so hard and not because I was sad because that shit is so fucking beautiful to see a black woman SZA to sing the way she does about and also, things that we relate to and that no one on earth has allowed us to feel as like black, me as, too. as black women like shit is it, and weird be, black women weird black women and to feel awkward and not to feel pretty and shit like that and, and you compare know, yourself to other people but exactly. even in those moments like still hold on to something to be like you know what I'm okay like one day exactly so seeing and then also like her visuals are very like you know people like weird and like you know some the story the story is like kind of choppy and you can't really interpret it like I fucking love that shit and I'm so grateful to you know black women like that that just make me feel like oh my gosh like I'm finally validated as like you know a weird and you know awkward black girl Mm -hmm. and you know obviously since it has her faults but the thing is I am still I would be a fucking fool if I would not give her her tents. And the thing is, it really means, like, I know celebrities can defend themselves, whatever, but to say that uh, Beyonce's work was sloppy... Are you There's fucking kidding me? It was it's work. nothing sloppy and it was fucking a, a one minute and ten second fucking clip. I am pretty sure that short film is gonna tell a story. And also, you have to stop projecting. Beyonce yes. is somebody that I am she first of all, um my family has, you know, some Creole and then but we never, you know, dug deep into it. All we just know is a bunch of niggas is light skin and from the South. But I but I believe that Beyonce grew up in a household where they talked about, you know, being Creole and like voodoo and like all that kind of shit. Like they are she has grew up in her culture. But to yeah. talk about what kindification but, that's someone who's absolutely taking a snapshot of that one minute long clip because if anybody knows Beyonce, so much homecoming literally was a old like was a love song to HBCUs, HBCUs, which is a very black American thing. Exactly, Lemonade was a love song to the South and to black women. And it was definitely American, right? And my thing is, I get it. Like, y'all want people to be radical and whatever like that. But like I always say, celebrities can't save us. She is doing whatever she thinks is right. Don't 
if you don't like it, I you get don't it. have to consume. You don't. Really you don't, don't have, have to, consume, to consume, it. consume it. It's so many things that I see. You know, other black artists doing, but I don't like and I don't. You know, consume it. Like for instance, I know I always make fun of you know Kendrick Lamar, and that's not for me or whatever. But you know what? I can't lie and say I I will give him his tens. Not J. Cole, fuck him. But I will give him his tens, and I fucking rather, you know, for him to be whatever that than like a fucking white man's whore. Or I, a ASAP Rocky who says that it's not his business. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, so and for, the thing is, he is definitely, um, you know, I'm just using him as an example. There are things that he's definitely at fault for, like saying that he was gonna take his music off if people took, uh, they took R. Kelly music off Spotify. That is terrible. Right. But I am just using, you know, saying like, you know, examples that I can think of. But I just think it's just so weird and also these people don't realize that what you are saying is also misogynist. Yeah. Like you because her activism does not look how you want it to be. It's not natural. It's not um and somebody said I can't say it like people like um somebody else was agreeing with me. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I feel like a lot of people think that Solange is just like us. Like she, you know, uh, make $20 an hour. She work at H&M and, you know, she just uh, an art student at Pratt or some shit like that. Like, I really feel like people see Solange as that because she's not as loud. Um, and the thing is, she's and she's not in the... She's not in the spotlight. Yeah, um, it's because she's not in the mainstream. Yeah, she's not mainstream. And the thing is, I honestly feel like, honestly, I don't know this woman as a canopy. Y'all can say she don't give a fuck about me. I'm a stand, whatever. Um, I feel like Beyonce does not really want to be in the spotlight as much as she is. But she can't help that she's she the best at what she does. She can't help it. And the thing is, whenever she says, first of all, she don't do interviews. So let's get into that. And she knows that when she makes meaningful music, it does not perform as best as single ladies. Does that stop her from going deeper into that exactly. type of music? And she she already told y'all she don't give a fuck. She would have been put Lemonade on Spotify. She gave a fuck. Exactly. And I honestly feel like she's somebody that contributes to things like you know different charities and stuff and she doesn't want you know the recognition for you know being a philanthropist but it's very weird to me that people get the thing is it's a difference between critiquing and just being like a bitch just like saying like what really stuck out to me was people saying that it was like sloppy and it's a lot of black americans like literally when People in Africa rapping shit. I don't give a fuck. I listen to it. Yeah. When they be wearing baggy ass jeans. And a lot of American, black American culture trends. And that's, sorry to cut you off. It's like people make it like black Americans have zero. We started nothing. We give nothing. All we do is copy. And when, don't get me wrong. There are some people, especially for Juneteenth, all they do is put a kente cloth on. And they're African. They don't take their time to go and and look at the regions. Y'all are acting like Beyonce are doing this. She's not thing. doing that. And you don't know what she's doing because, one, it hasn't come out yet. Two, because you're not even giving her the space to say that she worked with these people. Exactly. Because, like, looking. She paid them. Exactly. And, like, looking at some of the people in that clip, I can tell that some of them are not black Americans. No. And I'm sorry. I could t- like, you can, like, I feel like black people, we can tell, even though sometimes, like, for instance, like, you and I, like, we get mistaken for, you know, not being black Americans. I really feel like you could look at some people and tell that they are not black Americans and I can mm-hmm. see so I know some 
of them people or, aren't. Or not not just because of what they look like physically, but the setting, the dances, the the clothes that they're wearing. And we everything. all did and the most beautiful thing about black people all over is we all dance different. Yes. We all do stuff, you know, differently. And like for me as somebody who wants to be an artist who wants to put out, you know, trailers for stuff, the fact that people were so quick in a one That's minute why I don't give a fuck about to go crazy. Think. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with this. y'all? Like, it's so, that is so insane to me. Like, you don't even get a chance. And also, y'all, a, a lot of y'all tear down other black women are yeah. so quick. Like, I was thinking about this today. Y'all didn't even give Ari Lennox the fucking chance. She yeah. should have, ne- she said something stupid, she fucking apologized. That's that. And Rich I Ross never, literally talked about drugging a girl. I am never giving up on black women. And his fat I'm ass sorry. Still doing if, his thing. You know what? If a year from now, and if I feel like B. Simone has really changed, I'll fucking forgive her. Absolutely. I am not going, I don't care. That's why I get so angry when Nicki Minaj and want her to be better because I do not want to throw her away. Mm-hmm. I'm not throwing away any black women. People do that to they us gotta all the going, fucking time. And you have to do more than a simple mistake or like be a, I don't know, human being. Exactly. And that's what I feel like was going on with Beyonce. I feel like people make up what they don't know. And they, because she doesn't give us much and she's mysterious. And I also think what bothers people is that her attractiveness somewhat meets the male gaze. I think because she is attractive or and sexy, that think people think that because she's sexy, she can dance. She now can't be a visionary. But she now can't be a businesswoman or any of these things. I don't know a lot of like for real. I don't know a lot of men who look at Beyonce in a sexual way. A but lot I mean, because she she but is I know, fine. She's yeah, sexy. She is. She's and, a sexy bad and bitch. The, the thing is, everybody can't be you know like uh you know angela davis and like all those people etc and etc also let's fucking talk about how sometimes vanity and materialism is a protection for black women i know for me it is a it is a shield the prettier i look the better i feel and the more you know i feel it's i feel like it's my weapon yeah. Me, like my looks and stuff, I is I I use it as a weapon. Like and you can't say want- anything, like say um anything to me because you know X Y Z. Like people, it's so many layers to shit, and I feel like one thing at a fucking time. One thing at a time, and you can't get on black women. And like here's my thing: it's like people really make it like if you don't show up in the world like Erica Badu or Lauren Hill you can't get any but respect. But what are those bitches that's saying? That's what I'm saying. What are they saying? That's what Nothing. I'm saying. They but literally... look, that's what I'm saying because people really make it like Lauren Hill Erica Badu. First of all, Lauren Hill be late. Beyonce is never And late. also they be saying the dumbest shit. They be shit. saying anything. Fucking Erica Badu. Badu is defending R. Kelly. Like you're really out here defending R. Kelly but because you wear a head wrap that just makes you Everybody deeper. activism looks the same. Also a activism lot of y'all, does like, not connect with the way you wear your hair the way you're dressed because there's a lot of unpacking you know myself that I have to do but a lot of people need to unpack why a lot certain things make you angry yeah and I'm not even like again you know nobody should be a, I don't know why I feel like I have to keep on reiterating this so you know nobody should be a billionaire and stuff like that but I'm just like I feel like nobody focuses on the good that like it's not that nobody focuses on I said recently I feel like people have just you know 
turned their back because of you know things are happening and everybody's angry and hypercritical you know, hypercritical but it's like let's let's pull up your skirt let's pull up your skirt and see your little dirty underwear we'll see what you got going on over there that's why i really when i say and this is a shame when i was talking about the creatives earlier i can't complain i can't believe everyone because i feel like everyone on the internet is constantly bitching and moaning and complaining about something or another. And it's just it's just this group of people who just love to sit back and they wait like they got to they just got to challenge every situation. And I'm not saying that like something shouldn't be challenged, but I think in a time where everything is just so fucked up, we really should not be bringing up, "Oh damn, Beyoncé only did this, she only did that." Like you said she can't save us. We you need to be getting digging up the president's ass, not Beyonce's, because her power, regardless of how much money she has, is limited. She's a singer. And also, Stop depending on singers to save y'all. Exactly. And also, she's not in a circle that we're in. We have to p- depend on each other to be radical. Yeah. I'm not dependent on a fucking, uh, bl- uh, like, a celebrity to, she's uh, doing her you know, thing. to be radical. And, and a mother they, of three. Like, they, she's fu- out here raising her kids. Was some, were they fucking drilling in fucking Teddy Pendergrass ass or like <laughs> fucking Diana Ross ass and uh, shit like Marvin that? Marvin Gaye said, what's going on? The people said, that's enough. Thank you. Thank you for showing us you see what's going on. Like, I don't, but the thing is, back in the day, I do remember Nina Simone being feeling completely siloed. And the fact that Diana Ross and Shaka Khan and... Uh, fucking what's her name the pips gladys knights they were getting all this commercial success because they weren't saying anything right Mm -hmm. so you do have to look at how lonely that must have been for nina simone Mm -hmm. and for like people women who were radical back then but the thing is beyonce is doing what nina simone did and she's still on the on the level that she's at like can we please recognize how she could have absolute nobody made Beyonce start dropping like flawless. Nobody made her have a black band. You do what you can. And also, you what do what you can. Kill me is somebody saying that she puts black men at the center of her art. Are you fucking what, kidding what, me? What song? She never puts black men on the, the center of her art. Are you fucking kidding black me? Black men really are not at the center of her she art. She did. She had male background dancers one fucking tour and after that they were gone they were gone and you know that was matthew that wasn't her she was damn she was definitely probably like exactly early 20s after she let go uh, after she let go of matthew women were at like fucking uh plus size black women as her background singers that wasn't happening. Cameras and, was on them, okay? And we have singers like my fave, Mariah Carey, who won't even allow women on the stage with her because she says she don't want to share the stage with that. So it's just like there are other... One, artists can't save us, but if you are pressed on like holding artists accountable, you need to move to other artists because I just feel like she's not the one. Also, she, she, she does her thing. Also, my thing is, I hate this, this that people... that I hate that I have to feel like... I can't have fun and also like, you know, root for abolishing the police. Yeah, and that's it's like I have that can drive you crazy. That's why I have made a conscious effort not to give a fuck about these children on the internet. That's why I don't give a fuck anymore too, because when Black Lives Matter first started, I felt that way. And I was so miserable. I was so miserable because I felt like, you know, I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that or whatever. Like I just felt like 
oh, uh, well, this is what it's going to be like. Like, you know, this is, you know. And I feel like using, like, again, like I was saying earlier, weaponizing these black women have done who have done all this work, that is so counterproductive. It is very much. It's really fucking insane. And also, it shows, I haven't done much reading, but it has shows that half of y'all have not really read the things that they have said. Nope. Definitely not. The only person uh, that I feel that can criticize Beyonce is fucking Bell Hooks. I remember she said something, you know, when all the, you know, like in 2015, you know, when, um, when uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, first started, and it stung, it did, and I felt like it was some hate and shit. But I'm like, you know, this is a fucking OG who, you know, was on this uh, this uh, black women and shit. So you know what? Talk your shit, Bell Hooks. I'm not going to say nothing to an OG. My whole thing is anybody can say whatever they want. Anybody that don't mean say, I got to give a fuck. Exactly. But if you're going to say some shit, have some points, and be like, and that's it. But these people be having... And no- I'm still going to put Get Me Bodied on directly uh, exactly. after you say it. And the mm-hmm. thing is, y'all don't be having points, and it's like you're regurgitating what the person is saying, and then you're regurgitating what this person is saying. But then when you're saying it, you are, you know, um, pertaining to misogynoir. Absolutely. But yeah, y'all... This something is going to happen when we start realizing it's only but so woke that we can be or that we should try to be. If your wokeness is just so that you can arm yourself with ways to shit on other people, yeah, then you need like to, what you need to do, do is you need to grow up. Because like, you need to wipe I, your glasses look what off. I know. And you need to move on because you might run into a bitch like me who don't give a... That's one thing about me. I don't give a fuck. And the thing is, it's crazy because she called herself King B. And... And then she's saying, like, black is king. Like, first of all, I think that's cool as fuck, taking king and, you know, making it feminine. Yeah. Um, You know, call me a bird, whatever. But I think that's cool as fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, is that what you mean by centering black men? Because she literally... Don't try to understand what these hoes mean because they don't know what they mean. They just know that they want her to wear an afro and, like, dashiki. And if that's not what your blackness looks like, then it's, it's, just, it's not accepted. And, like, we really have to address that, like, in our community. Like, if you don't have an afro, if you decide to wear a lace front now you're not as you're not as proud you're not yeah, as this you're not as mad, that people like, have done shit like done shit like that um to me like make me feel like you know i'm stupid because sometimes like you know i don't say the right words or um like the way i look um you know doing something i'm like what no and like, i def- i definitely feel that the more attractive you are conventionally sorry because angela davis all these women are attractive but the more conventionally attractive you are and the more your attractiveness can be aligned with whiteness in any way, shape, or form, whether it's your hair or if you're super feminine and you wear a lot of makeup, people look for a reason to dumb you down. It's like, keep doing it. Keep doing it. My no thing, one cares. And my thing is, once I find the right fucking words and I read a couple of essays, I'm going to, I really want to write about, speak about how people use femininity as a weapon. And... Um, and as a protection, um, that's very real. And it's a very, it's something that is, you know, hard to unlearn if it's even really, if you're, if you're aware of it, I feel like it's not really worth unlearning. Like some people just like to be hyper femme, but, um, it's once I find, you know, the right words and, you know, how to address that, I will definitely speak about it because it is something that, especially in the black community with black women that, um, that should be discussed and is very real because a lot of, um, 
black women um, use hyper femininity um, as, uh, you know, a protection, even if they don't know it or not. Even if they don't know it. So, yes, with that being said, y'all don't have to give a fuck about everything people say on the Internet because it isn't always a point. It's just a gateway into people's thoughts. And that's why I'm about to do this thing where I only follow, like, maybe 10 people because I'm, like, too many thoughts, and that's why I just have to log off. Like, I don't care about what everyone has to say. I don't. So, um, yeah, with that being said, I hope you guys find the strength to just not give a fuck today. It feels amazing, not going to lie. When you just are out here living your life, not worried about anybody checking you, canceling, who cares? We're literally in a pandemic and an uprising just happened. I'm not, I don't give a fuck about what anybody has to say on the bird. Like, not on Twitter, not on Instagram. Like, there's a real life. Like, go to the park. There's something you could do there. But um, that's it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We are running, running on time, but a lot of good topics today. That is it. Um, If you guys have anything to say, hit us up on social media at Imamate for me on Instagram. It's Mate on Twitter and Sabria at Frankenfem underscore on Twitter and it's Frankenfem on Instagram. And you can hit us up at Black Girl Brunch on Instagram, BLK Girl Brunch on Twitter. And if you want to send us an email, um, and if you're GoFundMe, hit us up on the email at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Yeah, because I'll be checking the email. And y'all won't be sending stuff. Nope, y'all, I guess y'all ain't got no, no problems y'all want us to talk about. That's crazy. I know y'all got problems. Come on. Like, nobody got no ex, no, no, like, funny ex stories or funny roommate stories or funny something story like come on we want to hear it um but seriously write us let us know and guys take care of yourself seriously log off the internet if you have to these people are strange and they're bored we're all home so enjoy your whatever time you're like listening day evening night and have a good one bye peace